Welcome to Vibing Consciously, the podcast dedicated to deep discussions about spiritual healing and enlightenment. Hi everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Sarah. We're the hosts of the Vibing Consciously podcast, where we explore the power of conscious living together. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realms of self-love, self-awareness, and self-transformation. We don't just talk about it, we actively live and breathe it. Always holding each other accountable as we navigate this journey together. That's right. We're two best friends on our own journey to healing, supporting each other despite our own beliefs and personal experiences. Through honest conversations, introspection, and connecting with our listeners, we uncover valuable insights, tools, and practices that support our constant evolution. By going inward, we unravel the mysteries of our own selves, and we're here to pass everything along that we've learned on our journey. You'll get to witness firsthand what the road to enlightenment looks like from the inside. Join us now as we dive into more healing, happiness, and wholeness. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting on your path, Vibing Consciously is a podcast for you. Get ready to immerse yourself in discussions that will uplift your spirit, expand your consciousness, and inspire you to embrace your own self-love journey. Let's vibe consciously. In this episode, we shine a light on the latest news surrounding disclosure within our often scrutinized and corrupt government systems. Our guest Karen Hall shares her invaluable insights and analysis on what these revelations mean for the existence of extraterrestrial life. Join us as we explore the ever-growing mountain of evidence and encounters that challenge our traditional understanding of our place in this universe. We navigate the murky waters of secrecy, conspiracy, and hidden agendas to uncover the truth that may lie just beyond our grasp. Together with Karen, we discuss the transformative implications of government disclosure. We delve into the exciting possibilities of interstellar life and the profound impact this new knowledge could have on our collective consciousness and perception of reality. This episode promises to take you on an exhilarating journey of exploration and contemplation. Prepare to have your mind opened and your perspective expanded as we uncover the mysteries that lie within and beyond our world. So grab a comfortable seat and get ready to embark on an extraordinary voyage into the unknown. Welcome to Life Among Us. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Vibing Consciously. We have a very exciting episode for you today titled Life Among Us. We are here with our guest, Karen Hall. She is a very good friend of mine. Uh, She is an energy healer in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. She is an amazing person and human being, and she is full of so much useful information, especially about this topic. So welcome, Karen. Welcome. Oh, well, thank you both very much, and thank you for such kind words. I really, truly appreciate that, and um, I'm just really excited to be here and be on this podcast and talk about this subject that we're going to talk about today. So I hope that your listeners and your audience get something out of it, and Maybe they can teach me something, too, if they comment in the comment sections. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Great. And we will say that there is a bit of a trigger warning on this episode. There there may be things that are discussed that um, will be triggering to hear, but we think that it is very important to have the awareness of it and let yourself feel it and use that anger for good. Absolutely. All right, so we'll dive right in. I'm going to let Karen start. We're going to see where it goes. (laughs) Okay, so um, Catherine asked me to come on the podcast today, and we're going to talk a little bit about disclosure and the um, ETs and everything that's happening in the news these days, uh, especially here in America Regarding the disclosure or making the new or secret information known about what the American government knows and doesn't know about what formerly uh, UFOs, they're now termed UAPs, which is an identified anomalous phenomena. And so you'll probably hear that term now more than UFOs, actually. But um Disclosure has been going on for a long time, um, just kind of a slow drip, 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 leak, leak, leak here in the in the U.S. And there's a lot of um, 
concern about just the secrecy surrounding it. And there have been um, quite a few folks recently who have come forward as whistleblowers, folks that are in the know about some of the happenings in the government. And let me just say that I am not a UFOologist. I really don't follow MUFON and, and all of that. But to me, this is really interesting because I'm a scientist by training. And this is something that I feel needs to come out of the cloaks of darkness and into the light. And so as light workers, we're, we're all about light and love and getting away from secrecy. So I've followed this for, gosh, probably about a year now. And it's really picking up steam here in the U.S. Um, there's... Gosh, I, I started following it with a um, actually a North Carolinian, a native North Carolinian named Dr. Stephen Greer. Uh, Dr. Greer uh, was a former emergency room doctor, and he has had encounters with extraterrestrials, and he's really big into garnering whistleblowers. And uh, several months ago, he had a second uh, meeting. Well, no, it was it was more more of a um, it was with the press club uh, in Washington, D.C., and it was it was a press function where anybody in the press was invited, and he had a few whistleblowers there talk about their contact experience or what they've seen, and so I know that you both, you mm-hmm. both watched that, Sarah and Kat, you both watched that. I watched it, and that was pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, but Dr. Greer has always been in the thick of this. And then uh, later on July 26th, um, this was really, really the big thing. The in the U.S. Congress, the in the House of Representatives, they heard witness testimony regarding uh, UFOs, UAPs. They held a hearing by the House Oversight Committee, and this is the committee that oversees the goings on of Congress and making sure that there's nothing uh, nefarious going on, especially with financial misdoings and and things like that. And so with that, with that July 26th uh, hearing, there were three witnesses, all were former military witnesses. The first one was uh, Lieutenant Ryan Graves. He's a retired Navy pilot. He flew F-18s and he testified um, with his uh, encounters with these UAPs. And he said that it was almost daily for these fighter pilots who were in the air seeing these unidentified, um, you know, anomalous phenomena flying uh, craft. He was frustrated, he said, because there's really not a very good reporting mechanism. And everybody just wants to sweep it under the rug and not look at it. And um, he has now since retired. Um, He said, you know, by all intents purposes, the military's like, shh, or, you know, we're not going to talk about this. He also said a lot of commercial airline pilots, so, you know, think Delta, Southwest, etc., come to him and say, we see this all the time, but we have no way of telling anybody because there's no official government reporting for it. They're very frustrated. And for him and for the pilots, it's now become an issue of air safety. Mm-hmm. So are you know are we going to run into these things? Are they coming at us? We don't have any idea. And so, um, Ryan he's since retired from the Navy. He founded the Americans for Safe Aerospace, which is an education and support for commercial non commercial aircrew that encounter these UAPs. And he's actually just now started a system where they can come to his organization and report them if they're feeling unsafe. The second witness for this congressional committee meeting was David Freiber, and he is a former U.S. Navy commander. He was in the Navy for decades, and he actually saw and recorded one of the UAPs that um, I think we've seen it on television a lot. It's uh, It was released. It was film. It was released by the Department of Defense in 2017. Then that particular piece of footage was written up by the New York Times, so I think most Everybody has, that's one that everybody has seen. Lastly, um, I think everybody, what everybody calls is the bombshell testimonies by a guy named David Grush. He's a retired Air Force intelligence officer. He was a major. And um, 
David Grush had really high security levels. He saw reports that were unavailable to the public. He was seeing things coming across. Uh, he worked in the intelligence community. He saw things come across his desk where the government's acting in secrecy and they were above congressional oversight with regards to these UAP programs. He um, claims that the government has crashed craft, that they're reverse engineering technology with that. He even said in this uh, July 6th committee meeting that the government, the secret government, uh, or secret factions of the government, have biological material of non-human origin. Can I pause you for just a second? Yeah. Because that's such a huge thing yes. that you're saying right now. I really want to put emphasis on mm -hmm. it. So they are reverse engineering technology of UFOs. Yes. These UFOs can move against our human ways of physics, yes. our understanding of moving. There's no way that we know as of right now that the mm -hmm. human body can sustain movement like that. That is correct. And our government is doing it and using it. That is that is what the, the testimony was about, yes. And in fact, David Grush, in his role in the intelligence community, he looked at what they called um, transmedium, I believe it was transmedium movement. I'll have to double check that, but I know it was transmedium. So that is when craft goes from being in the sky to disappearing, mm -hmm. being in the sky, you know, moving 90 degrees and then disappearing into the atmosphere or being in the sky and then going into the water and then coming back up again. And, and so that's, that was what he was really tasked to do from my understanding. Mm -hmm. And, and so he, through all of these um, documents that he was analyzing for the government to report on UAPs, four years worth of data he collected. He himself had over uh, 40 witnesses uh, testify. Well, they didn't testify to him, but they witnessed to him about this technology that is being reverse engineered and um, that the government, the government has it. So, you know, and, and you would think that more people would come forward about this, but right. he's really, he's really, truly brave. He's, he's a hero because he was in such a high level of security clearance that he took advantage of the whistleblower, um, of some whistleblower protections that were passed last year. And he came forward, he gave all of his information to a group called the um, ICIG, which is the Intelligence Committee um, Inspector General. So this is basically a watchdog uh, within the government, particularly over military issues, making sure that there's no waste going on. So, you know, why now is Congress up in arms about this? Well, it all comes down to money. All right. So most of them are forget the little green men, forget the flying saucers, whatever. Um, but it all comes down to money because... Well, the government, well, the Pentagon, for instance, for our Defense Department, um, continually fail their audits, and they have three point five trillion dollars in assets. This is this is our military. Uh, last year, they failed their audit because they can only account for thirty nine percent of that money. So where is it going? Boy, oh boy! And <laughs> and where where I mean, our tax dollars. These are our ta our are U.S. tax dollars are paying for this. Yeah. And this was one of the big issues he has: is where is it going? Mm -hmm. You know, and there's no accounting for it. And so Dr. Greer has said for years it's going to these aerospace industries like Lockheed Martin, um, and and many many others. And it's going, it's being funneled to them where they're doing this reverse engineering according to them. And why is it going to them and why is it not being happening at NASA? Well, because it's off the record. If this information can go through private companies, then it can't be FOIA'd. And so FOIA is the Freedom of Information Act that me, you, anybody, if it's a government program, we can go and we can request that information. What's going on here? Tax dollars are paying it. But because this is going through private companies, can't FOIA it. So, um, so anyway, so this is the, this is the big brouhaha. Why this is all coming out? Why this subcommittee happened? And it was, gosh, it was several senators from Florida who kind of spearheaded this. A senator from Tennessee. Basically, they went down to Eglin Air Force Base last year because they had this information and said, hey, we want to look at all of these, this video footage that you have, 
And the powers that be at Eglin Air Force Base said, no, we're not letting you in. Uh, the members of Congress had to remind them how the hierarchy of power works in, in the United States, that they military answers to the elected representatives, and they finally let them in, and they got to look at one or two, and so now they're questioning everything because they're where's the money? Where's the money going? And this isn't one party over another. This is actually something that has bipartisan support. And again, it's, you know, these are these are taxpayer dollars. Where are these trillions of dollars going to? Um, in June, the Senate introduced uh, legislation to actually cut off funding for these secret UAP retrieval and reverse engineering uh, projects that are being done. They said that uh, in this legislation, it's still working its way through. Um, they said anything controlled by private entities or persons is to be handed over to the U.S. government, and that if there's anything that's classified, there'll be there'll be a slow rollout to the American people in a way that nothing is um, classification's not broken. And then there's there's a whole another issue of things being completely overclassified. That's a whole nother topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's legislation from the Senate. I think um, Senator Schumer introduced that. And so the, the kind of the flip side of that, you have these representatives and these senators pushing for that. But then you have representatives like there's a representative from um, Ohio, and he is pushing, saying, just drop this, let this go. We don't want disclosure. And, and why do you think that is? Hmm. That's because his donors are from the aerospace industry. <gasps> yes. <No. laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So, so anyway, so that that's kind of what's going on um, right now, and that's what all the hubbub is about. There's a, a big push uh, from what I've read in the UFO community to contact your representatives, contact your senators, your elected officials, and let them know that this is really important, that y- you want to know what's going on. Where's the money? Uh, where Where is this reverse technology, and, and why is this reverse technology not being utilized by us, by the people that paid for it, by the tax dollars. Right. And we're still driving around in cars when our government has access to this technology. We're still tearing down trees and creating roads. So this knowledge coming out to the American people could be very detrimental to these systems because they're making a whole lot of money off of these systems. They are. That's exactly right. And I will say, we'll include the links to everything that Karen's talking about today so that you can reference it for yourself. And I, too, follow Dr. Stephen Greer. I watched him a couple of years ago on Disclosure on the Gaia Network, and it was just shocking. Mm -hmm. And I'll say right now, I've had to go through my own processing (laughs) to understand and be able to deal with this information myself. When I first watched the conference that he had. I know I called Karen later in the day and I was spinning out of control because you get to find out more in detail what they're using this reverse engineered technology for. They are moving guns. They are moving drugs. They are moving humans. Human trafficking. That's correct. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that uh, maybe Jeffrey Epstein and his whole crew was involved in it. Could have been. It's really dark stuff. It is. It is. And, and again, to think that, that our tax dollars are, are paying for this secret right. is, yeah. I, I did learn a new uh, phrase in all of this. Uh, it's called ontological shock. Have you all heard of this phrase? I've no, just no. heard of this phrase. <laughs> Many of your listeners may know this phrase. Um, it's a phrase that was coined by philosopher Paul Tillich. Um, and it basically means that... Um, what you thought was reality isn't. So you're forced to question your entire worldview when something changes. So if suddenly we're sick or a loved one dies or we go through a pandemic and everything turns on its head, if we go through a natural disaster and suddenly you're completely disoriented, it's ontological shock. 
And so this, this is a concern by a lot of people that if suddenly, you know, extraterrestrials showed up on our lawn tomorrow, a lot, I just, I would dare say most of the world could not believe it right. <laughs> because we have been lied to really just lied to for so long about this. And from all the reports, you know, the government has known about this since Roswell and they have been hiding it, not only from us, but from the world. There's other world governments that know about this. There's um, some, I think he's passed since, but I think there was a member of parliament in Canada who was very outspoken about this. There's been some other world leaders who are very outspoken about this. And basically, I think for my team, what was it, 40, was it 42, 47? I don't remember. But anyway, basically, they've created this this Frankenstein that they, you know, they keep trying to hide and hide and put down. And, and they do this by threats. Like David, David Grush has been threatened with his life, his entire family for coming out and whistleblowing about this. And so there's intimidation, and um, Dr. Greer has even had members of his team um, die, and I put that in quotation marks because they have they have come out with with this information. And so, again, follow the dollars, follow the dollars because right. it's about power and money, and and they want us to believe that little green men are only figments of our imagination, and it's so much more than that. But I, I personally believe that that is all coming to a close as we're raising the consciousness of Earth, of humanity. The light is being shown on these dark places, and they're having to um, come out basically they're they're not going to be the ones in control anymore it's people are asking questions and they're wanting to know right and yeah. hopefully we can take our power back in this because it it is so multifaceted yes. it goes down so many levels and how you're saying the shock happens to us because it you have like the initial shock and then for me i've started digging into it and i've started looking at okay well if they're shooting down these crafts who was in it Right. Who have they communicated with? Right. And a lot of the stuff that's happening within our systems, religion, medicine, food, weather, all of these systems have been manipulated by our government. But I'm sorry, I don't give humans enough credit to think that we've come up with all of these ideas on our own. I feel like there has to be some external force here. Yes. And if you dive into the spiritual community, there is a lot of information on this mm-hmm. and, um, and we won't get into a lot of that. But now I've heard that they're getting tired. They're yes. kind of looking at us like, okay, we've, we've done enough. Like we're kind of done with it. And so there's a lot of different things happening in this disclosure yes. movement. And I think that when ETs do show up, there may be a little, um, or there may be a big stir of national security, a threat to national security. Mm-hmm. I think we know who the threat to national security is now. Yes. And if they show up, I think that maybe there's a possibility that they've seen the mess we've made and they might want to help out. Yes. So please, our listeners, I encourage you to keep your minds open there are species both good and bad out there Mm -hmm. just like us humans there are good ones and there are bad ones we know how we feel when they show up so if ets do show up on our front lawn (laughs) go with how you feel how how do they make you feel do they feel like they're here to help or do they feel like they're here for bad how do you feel about everything that's happening because a lot of these stories that we've been told have been used to to instill fear in us and there's a lot of subconscious programs that go into that and i don't think that we realize just how much we've been manipulated and controlled and it is incredibly sad Mm -hmm. but that's why sarah and i and you karen Mm -hmm. and our whole community is now showing up and there has been this mass awakening happening in the planet because it has to it has to i mean right now our species is being threatened in a big way and we have to wake up to this information in order to change it 
So that's why I say allow yourself to feel it because the more we push it under the rug, the more they continue to have control. Absolutely. I think you're, you are, you are spot on with that. I was, um, oh gosh, listening to something the other day and it's really about listening to your intuition and, and feeling. I mean, we all have intuition. We all have that gut feeling, those gut checks and, you know, is, is, is this right? How does this feel? And the whole ET alien thing, part of my spiritual awakening was probably one of the biggest aspects of the whole awakening I had to wrap my head around. I was like, what? No, I'm not there. You know, people from outer space, no, not, not, not. okay. I can get into Buddhism and I can get into breathing and, and, and energy and so that, you know, that did take me a while. And, and I think that that is true of many, many people. And so, again, as a scientist, um, I'm, I'm trained as a scientist, show me evidence. And that's what I feel like a lot of, of people are asking, too. And I think that we're seeing that through this disclosure process. And it just makes it more tangible when you're hearing about well, there, there's reverse engineering crafts and we've actually seen this and great, that's all going to come out. And I think that that, just seeing that when it comes out will help people really get a better grasp of, yes, there are extraterrestrials and yes, they are here and they have been here. They have been here on earth since the beginning and we are part of one big cosmic community. There was a think tank. I can't remember if it was the Brookings Institute or another one. Back in the 40s, after the whole um, UFO flap started, they did a study of indigenous cultures around the world. And, you know, this is back in the 40s and 50s. And they found that nearly every indigenous culture around the globe, nearly every one, has space, believes in, holds space for the fact that their own lineage is from star star races, star beings. Um, or if not that, then they have um, legends and stories passed down from, you know, hundreds if not thousands of years of visitors visiting them bringing them information about how to grow crops or um, just living in in general and so we as a um, advanced society and I'll put that in air quotes often just overlook our indigenous cultures and the wisdom that they bring and to me, so much of what the indigenous cultures bring is, is absolute truth. And then we dismiss it. Mm-hmm. But from other things I've read, you better believe that the governments around the world are well aware that there is truth in what our indigenous peoples know. I think I heard that NASA, and maybe your listeners can correct me if this is wrong, but I think I read that NASA has been visiting Chaco Canyon. Um, because of the energies, there's a vortex there, so they're very much aware of these energy vortices. Um, I think it was on with Greg Braden, who's also an engineer, a geologist, a scientist who just is amazing, and I encourage your um, audience to look up Greg Braden for more information about this. Pyramids in Egypt, you know, they're there. So the people that are in the know as far as what the indigenous cultures know, the people in the government or these aerospace companies know where these energy spots are. And we have to look at what we've done to these indigenous cultures too. By design, you cannot convince me that they have not been held down, held back 
for, you know, there, there's a reason. And I think that's going to come out too. Oh yeah. I mean, the programming goes deep. Absolutely. It's even, um, you know, how we think that witches are evil. Yes. Witches were women who healed and used herbs yes. for healing. Right. All of this stuff has been programmed. Like you said, it is all by design. This has been a long time in the works, lifetimes yes. of trying to hide this information from humanity. Yes. And it's time to stop yes. now. The time is now. And a lot of us are waking up now to the energy. Yes. And that's huge. And especially in a Western society, it blows my mind. If you go on the other side of the world, they know about energy. They use it in their homes. They use it in their practices, yes. in their daily lives. Yes. It's something that's just known and they do. Where in Western society, even now, when I talk to people about energy, I have people that say, well, I don't believe that. <laughs> it shows how uh, disconnected we are, and, it, and it's so sad. But I do know that it's turning around. I see a change in a, in a lot of people. Yeah. And I think now, I think that they did a study not too long ago, too, saying that 80% of the world now believes that there's life on other planets. But our media yeah. does not want you to know that. Our That's media right. still wants you to feel separate. Yes. That, yes, it, aliens are crazy. They're not <laughs> real. We're only in an infinite universe. But we are the only people here. Talk about ego. Good God. Well, I have a question. How come the aliens haven't just, you know, appeared on the front lawn yet? Like, are they being kept from... Like, did somebody sign a contract? Like, yes, we will not invade your humans. <laughs> interesting that uh, you say that. <laughs> humans' front yards or, I mean. Well, I, I, I think, one, you can go back to the ontological shock portion of it. Something else I was reading is really, and this makes sense from an energy perspective, talking about energy, really for, because they're high frequency, high vibration beings, for some of them just to even be in their presence, we have to have a, a, a frequency that can almost match them, if not match them. And so just seeing them might just even, even be too much. Yeah, I've heard that being in their presence, you can be disoriented, maybe yeah. become sleepy. Mm -hmm. When you do fall asleep, you'll forget and you'll yeah pretty much go back to, well, like, what happened? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but lower dimensional beings, like people going to haunted houses and stuff like that, they exist too. There are lower dimensional beings and higher dimensional beings. So here on Earth, those lower dimensional beings have existed for a long time. But now that we're raising an awareness and in consciousness and we're starting to raise our vibration we're starting to become more aware of these higher vibrational energies. So how you said it's very slow. Yes. It's a slow process because we will go into shock. Our, yeah. our bodies can very well go into shock if they just show up. Right. I don't. So that's the misunderstanding and energy that we have. Because mm -hmm. when I was at the Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat, mm -hmm. Dr. Joe said that he started seeing these really tall 10 to 12 foot beings show up in he in his healings and at first they would just stand in the back of the room and kind of observe mm -hmm. and they wouldn't do anything mm -hmm. but then eventually they started coming to him and they said we like what you're doing and we want to help but we cannot lower our frequency we're not willing to do that but if you can raise the frequency of the room mm -hmm. and match us mm -hmm. where we're at at this little cusp mm -hmm. in energy mm -hmm we can help. So they ended up helping him along the way to, to help him bring people to this higher energy. And then they started coming in and helping. They started pulling tumors out of people's bodies. Right. They started shaking trauma out of their body, but a lot of people can't see them. Mm -hmm. So when they're shaking trauma, Dr. Joe said that they lifted up one person's leg and started shaking it. <laughs> And some people, they can't see them. So it just looks like her leg is up in the air shaking like crazy. But if you're of that frequency, you can match that frequency and you can perceive them through your third eye, through your mind's eye, then you'll know that they're there. And there was a time when I was aware, consciously aware of a being in the room right in front of us, pulling something out of our Healy and our group. 
and my body was going insane in this energy. It was shaking. It was hot and cold, hot and cold, flushed, feeling like I was going to pass out at times because my body isn't used to holding that higher frequency. And I've been putting in the work. I've been doing this, I mean, for three years. Mm -hmm. It's not a long time, but, you know, I've been prepping my body for that higher vibrational energy and I could still barely stand it. But when I left that environment, I felt like I was on drugs. <laughs> you know, I had all this energy pumping through my body and I felt great. <laughs> felt great. The best I've ever felt in my entire life. Sure. So don't be scared of it. Enter when or if it happens, don't be scared of it. Allow it to flow through your body and welcome it in because it can really help you and heal you in a lot of ways. I personally think that we all have our own star community that's around us all the time. Sure. So, you know, I think that they've been watching us for a long time and, and they don't want to send us in the shock. No, that's, that's it. I think that's exactly right. They're, you know, um, as the indigenous referred to them, they're star family. So why would you want to terrify a family member? Well, <laughs> Maybe those in the in who who aren't quite awake yet. Yes, but but no, I I I I totally I totally agree with what you're saying, and I will say with Doctor Dispenza, I certainly appreciate. He's very scientific mm -hmm. uh, based about this, and he's not way deep into the woo with this. Right, he's not. Yeah, and so when he he says something, he and other folks like Bruce Lipton and again um, Greg Braden, uh, scientists. You know, I, I sit up and listen because as a scientist, I I appreciate their their scientific approach to things and um, what they have to say. And when they, you know, when he says that there were twelve foot beings there and he could see, feel the energy, then that's what it is. We're all energy, so we're all energy. And if you know, if nothing else, just understanding that concept on an atomic level. We're nothing but spinning atoms, neutrons, protons, electrons, and we just happen to be at a low frequency, so it's all coagulated, and we're now these dense physical beings because it's just a lower vibration. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're solid form, but we're still energy at the end of the day. So, yeah. I'm going to enjoy listening to the rest of this episode, and I'll I tell you that, because I'm just like, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I know. And it, you showed up. You've got all this written down because I wouldn't have been able to go into the, uh, I didn't look up like what it was called, the conference and yeah. who the different it's people okay. were. I'm like, yeah, this guy from Fort Bragg. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. I just, I felt, uh, I, I had some guidance to say, okay, here, look this up, do this, do that, and, and talk about this because it really does need to be brought down to. A level that people can understand if you've never heard about this before then you know why should you believe what i'm saying why should you believe any of this but right. this is what's happening on the ground today right today and if you can't believe about you know aliens in, in space believe about them robbing your wallet yeah and we've seen that over and over and over again yeah absolutely I mean, that is the beauty of technology. I think technology is both a blessing and a curse because we have free access to information now, unlike any other time in our existence. Yes. And we can look up now. All right. Well, this kind of does make sense that they would do this because look at all the chemicals in our food and mm -hmm. in our water and mm -hmm. the, the, just the stuff that we use every day, our clothes. Sure. You know, I mean, they're even saying that children under seven now shouldn't even be exposed to synthetic materials. And oh, that is wow. all of our clothes. Yeah, for sure. That's wow. what they live in. Sure. We know this. Sure. And guess what? They're still producing the same clothes with sure. the same chemicals. I mean, you have to go through small businesses right. that cost an arm and a leg to get organic materials. Or and organic, it should not organic be like that. food, the same. The same. Right. That's what I was just going to say. Everything just costs so much. And right. It's like they know that people aren't going to be able to afford half this stuff. Right. Like, well, I'll just, right. here, let's keep producing it. Yeah. Let's keep doing it. Because I know even when it comes to buying groceries, I read all the labels now. Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of this. I don't know where this came from, but within a week, and you can ask Kat, I went from 
eating like this to 100% clean. If I can read the ingredients, I'll eat it. Yeah. If I don't know what an ingredient is, I'm not eating it. Yeah, right. And it's right. just like, That's thank excellent. you, 10-foot beings, for helping me to <laughs> change my way of eating. Yeah, and I mean, bottled water. Why are we paying for water? We don't have access to free water. Exactly. Right. And our water bill and what's coming out of our tap, they're saying don't drink it. They're even saying don't drink because, rainwater yeah. because of all the chemicals in our sky. Wow. Yeah. There are over 200 patents for chemtrails now. Oh our gosh. government knows this. I mean, the, it. I'm sorry. It's been purposely done, and it's not going to stop until we actually speak up about it. Correct. Or somebody else shows up to help us out. Yep. Yep. And it would be nice if, you know, come on, Sally. Come on down. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Ugh. That's why we're doing this podcast to teach people how to heal, because they can't show up until we work on our crap and we can raise our vibrations. They just can't. It's outside of the laws of physics, quantum physics. Yeah, right. They right. can't show up. Right. Until they, consciously I mean, there's enough of us that have worked right. to get there. Right. I will say I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am not anti-government. I think there's a place for government. I am anti-secret government. And I think that that has gone on long enough. Um, but th thinking about the, the clothes, the water, the food... I mean, when you start putting all the pieces together, there's something there. And I think, like you said, as we are rising in consciousness and rising in frequency, we're bringing everyone up with us. And as we bring everyone up with us, then everyone is starting to question all of this. And then once you have a critical mass, there's nowhere for the... I don't know if perpetrators is the right word, but those who would choose to keep us in this old program, uh, they, there's nowhere for them to go. Right, right. So I'll wrap this up by letting people know some things that they can do. Well, stay informed. Ways that you can stay informed. Um, certainly write your congressional leaders, right? Your local leaders. If this is something that resonates with you and you want to know the truth, for me, it's it's about truth. I think for many people, it's about truth. Other people, it's about money. Other people, it's about connecting with, you know, our star lineage. Certainly, be very discerning about where you get your information from. I think that the mainstream media isn't always the best source to go through. Um, interestingly enough, the organization that broke this story with the um, David, it was with David Grush, the whistleblower, was called News Nation. News Nation is a brand new media organization. Well, it's, it's sort of a redo, I think, of WGN in Chicago, but nonetheless, it's more of a bipartisan they claim to be bipartisan news organization. And, and so far what I've seen is pretty good. So, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. But News Nation's actually the one that broke this story. They had an interview with David Grush. And they have been all over it since that interview. They have been talking to members of Congress. They've been talking to other whistleblowers. You just don't see... Um, you know, the main three, what ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, Fox, CNN, you just, you don't see them doing this. Yeah. So um, media, media is a part of one of those systems, absolutely, unfortunately. Absolutely. And absolutely. science, a yeah. lot of science that we're seeing is a part of that system. So you got to do some digging. You, you really, you really do. And we can put, we can put up some links. Um, I think we've mentioned several, uh, folks on here. Um, Greg Braden is one, Stephen Greer, is another. Um, I've got a few more. Again, um, again, I would say use discernment if you go on sites like Reddit. Reddit does have value. I have found some information that was useful on Reddit, um, but then again, there's a lot of other things as well. The Gaia Network that has a lot of information, esoteric and not so esoteric. <laughs> so, and I'm always available too. Um, and as, as, as is Catherine and I'm sure many of her other 
guests and Sarah as well. So, yeah. 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 And something else that we can do too is start becoming more self-sustainable. Yes. That it, I think that that's one of the most important things right now, because if we become more self-sustainable, they lose their control. Yes. And that really is the best thing for the planet yes. too, because you have to think with the food produce and everything else that's coming in our grocery stores, they're transporting all of that over. Carbon emissions mm -hmm. is a huge contributor in climate change. So the more that we become more sustainable, we're cutting out a lot of that middleman. Yes. So if we can start growing our own food, yes. we can start growing our own medicine. Yes. We can start connecting with energy healers. Yes in the area, sound healers. There are an array of healers that you can go to that can help you with anything mm. that modern medicine can help you with. And really modern medicine is just a Band-Aid treatment. Absolutely. Again, look at it and be honest with yourself. And, and look and look to our indigenous tribes around the world. You know, look, dig into what they have to offer. Don't dismiss it as mythology or fairy tales look at what they're doing right they've been around a lot longer, a lot longer. and they know a lot more secrets <laughs> than we do because that's one of my biggest things and and i think that's that's really one of my strengths is i like to stay very open-minded yes i know that i know nothing right i was raised in a very small town yeah. you know little communication with the outside environment in the world and now a lot of us are just stuck on technology we're not even exploring yes. the world around us we're not exploring these other cultures yeah and a lot of us have grown to think that we know everything. We are the knower of all because we have this free access to information. Mm -hmm. But it's information on a technology device. Yes. Get out there and talk to other cultures. See the way that they live. Absolutely. Study what they do. Yes. How they raise their kids. How they stay healthy in their bodies. Yes. Because it, it looks like a lot different way of living to us. And we may look at it with judgment or, mm -hmm. or different eyes. But once you get in it and you see them and you meet them, they are incredible. Absolutely. They are incredible people. A lot of them are so happy. Yes. They're so loving. Yes. Welcoming. I would say try to take some plays out of their book. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. I enjoy spending time with, um, oh gosh, you know, indigenous peoples of, of all kinds. I have a, a new friend. She's from Venezuela. She's an energy worker and she has done energy work on me and she's an ancient, oh, let's see, how does she put this? She is an ancestral plant medicine practitioner and that's not like ayahuasca or, or anything like that, but just truly, I, I am a plant scientist myself, and so I appreciate her on that level because in Venezuela, she knows the plants. She knows how to um, treat stomach aches. She was telling me about when COVID came through, her part of Venezuela, they all had this tea made from this certain plant, and everybody was drinking it, and she said that virtually nobody in her village got COVID. Wow. And so, I mean, that is the real deal right yeah. there. That is the real deal. So, yes, take a page from our indigenous people. <laughs> right. No kidding. Right. And if you if you want to go more on the esoteric level. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> like we said, we all have these star families. Yeah. Sure. So, I know for me, and a lot of this transition into breaking out of these systems, because I've I've said before on previous episodes, I, I've had an issue with eating sugar and processed foods yeah. and exercising and taking care of myself. I've let these systems control and manipulate me for a long time. And there are so many things to do to break out of them. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And cooking is a big thing for me where I don't know how to cook. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I'm not very knowledgeable in that. So I have found that when I call in my star family and mm -hmm. I say, okay, ancestors, I know that there are parts of me that knows how to do this and right. you can help me with that. Right. So can you show up for me when I'm in the kitchen sure. and tell me what dash to add yes. and how long to cook <laughs> and when I should take it out of the oven and <laughs> what temperature it should be at? And I'm telling you, 
I'm a pretty good cook when I try. That's awesome. And when you've got some help. <laughs> right. When I've got some assistance with me, I'm pretty good. And I can't tell you how I know when to take it off and when to stir, or, right. you know, different things to do. I have no idea. It's not anything I've ever learned or seen before, but I just know somehow what to do. Yeah. And we all have that capability. Absolutely. We all have a team behind us that can help us with a- that. Absolutely. And, you know, and if that's a step too far from some of you, just consider it your intuition. Right. You know, we all, that is our birthright is our intuition. Listen to it. Ask it. Ask your higher self. Ask your guardian angel. Ask, you know, whatever you believe in and truly believe it yourself. And you will get the help you need. Believe in yourself. And... Gosh, above, above all, stop putting yourself down. This mm-hmm. is the energy worker in me. Stop putting yourself down because you have value and you have teams of support that um, you just don't even realize. So, right. Take a chance on yourself. Absolutely. I, I think that now is the time for all of us to really step into our power because yes. it's going to take a lot of power to turn this around. Yeah. But I absolutely think that we are capable. That is the one thing about humans is we are so adaptable. Mm -hmm. And when we know we're in crisis, we show up for each other. That is the truth. And again, the media doesn't like for us to see that. But we know that. We have seen it in our communities. When Black Lives Matter was happening, all I saw was negative stuff in the media. But when I looked around me in my community, all I saw was beauty. Yes. And community and love and gathering. Yes. And fellowship. And it's amazing to witness when we can let ourselves just do it. Yeah, absolutely. Just do it. We all need help right now. So, you know, if you see somebody that needs help putting their groceries in the trunk of their car, do it. Yep. That's one step closer to that higher vibration and coming together and beating these systems. Absolutely. There's so many more of us and there are them. Yes. We can't forget that. Yes. Yes. And we're, we're all here together. So when one of us rises, we all rise. That's right. (laughs) I think that's a good place to end it. I think so. So thank you so much, Karen, for joining us today. That was an amazing conversation. Yes. Thank you, Karen, so much for being here today. I appreciate you going through all that. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure being with you all and having this conversation. That's very important in this time in our uh, society. Thank you for joining us on this journey to self-discovery and healing. We hope the discussions and the practices we've shared have helped you to raise your vibration and find more peace and balance in your life. Don't forget to be kind to yourself, listen to your body, and trust the process. Make sure to visit our website at vibingconsciouslypodcast.com where you'll find links to listen to our newest episodes, subscribe to our newsletter, and find out where you can find us on social media. If you have a topic that you'd like to be featured on Vibing Consciously or you'd like to be featured as a guest, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Keep up the great work. And remember, if you're feeling, you're healing. Until next time, keep shining your light and spreading your love wherever you go. Namaste.